This is Mouth Media Network. Amplify and connect. Hi, I'm Rachel Roy, fashion designer and founder of My Own Label. So for me, clean living means generally trying your best to walk lighter, to not harm anything so that you can be healthy. Clean living means not only what you put in your body, it's the thoughts that you allow to come into your mind, it's the words that come out of your mouth, it's the people that you choose to spend time with, the the family members that you allow to influence you, all of that goes into, are you actually living clean? Hi, I'm Freddie Fekai, and this is the Fekai Life. If you notice, I sound a little bit different. I'm recording from my home in upstate New York, where I'm sheltering with my family. I hope you and those close to you are healthy and safe. Coming up, you will hear from someone I admire, Rachel Roy, fashion designer and activist, and a dear, dear friend about her commitment to ethical fashion. Hi. So good to see you. So good to see you. So long ago. I don't even, like 10 years? I guess. Let's not mention <laughs> So you, you're here in Los Angeles now with your two daughters. I moved to Los Angeles about seven years ago, yes, with both of my daughters, Ava, who is uh, now 20 and a sophomore in college, and Tallulah, who is 11 and in the fifth grade. Wonderful. We met so long ago in New York, and uh, it's such a pleasure to see you. You did some of my shows. Yes. yes you cut yes, my hair. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm actually going to take that opportunity to introduce <laughs> you to the audience here. You know, Rachel is a fashion designer and an activist, and uh, we are you know, so happy to talk to her about uh, uh, her new journey. So... Um, I actually started in 2004. I, I launched Rachel Roy in 2004. And my very first order was from Rupal Patel. I don't know if you, you know of who course, Rupal is. Of course, everybody her. knows Rupal. I love, I love she gave me my first order, um, beautiful Indian woman. She worked at Bergdorf Goodman at the time. So that was my very first account. And in 2008... I started Rachel, Rachel Roy, which is the secondary line. Um, yeah, so to own my own IP, so IP is, you know, your own company, for the very first time since 2004 is quite a feat. I'm, I'm very proud of that. IP, obviously everybody knows, but I'll just mention in case someone don't, it's intellectual property, which is very, very important for, for launching your brand. And I, I guess... You now have planned, and I want to hear about that later on. But um, I want to ask you first, you, you know, you are very much, I mean, yourself, you exude fashion and beauty. So what is about fashion that first inspired you? And how has that evolved to what drives you today? That's a great question, because I think it's what really unifies all of us. And um, you being from Morocco, 
originally? Where are you No, from? actually, I'm actually, so I have a diverse background. My mother is a, a half Vietnamese and half French, and my father is Egyptian. Wow, wow, incredible. So New York and L.A. are, are wonderful cities to start uh, your own business, but they don't have a monopoly on fashion. In other words, men and women, children, love fashion. And when you put on that garment that makes you feel like yourself, you can then become the best version of yourself. And I first witnessed this when I was in Africa. I was 16 years old, um, Bamako, but from Bamako, which is the capital of Mali, we drove for about two hours. And when we arrived in this village, it was very quintessential. The children ran up to the car. Um, I immediately kind of separated, went with the, the little girls. They looked through my bags. And some of them, for the very first time, saw their reflection for the first time. They looked through my mirror. They looked through my makeup. And really in that moment, when I was 16 years old, I realized that children are children are children. No matter where you are in the world, these things can bring happiness and joy. And so that is the part of the fashion business and the beauty business that I really love. And of course, there is the side of business that's not quite as easy. So so, so tell me, to, today, you know, you, 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 I mean, you have uh, done phenomenal. I remember collections in New York. It was great, and all this. Tell me, what is it that you you want to do differently than what you've done in the past? You know, as I evolve and as I learn, I would like for my brand to evolve. And what I mean by that is, having worked with the Nobel laureate Kailash Satyarthi, and really being on the ground with him in India and seeing what these factories are like and seeing who is actually creating our product. Um, it made me want to do things within my own company much differently. And when you have partners that don't agree with you, really the only answer is to start off again. And as you know quite well, um, that takes really um, doing it yourself. So, you know, things like what seems so simple and what I know my customers expect, product that um, has been sewn and paid for with a fair price, product that has been sewn by adults, not children. These types of things we just expect, but I've learned over the years um, it's not the case. And yeah, also fabrics, just to have that lighter footprint on the environment is something that not only I feel is modern, but I feel it's the only way going forward. Okay. So you're partnering with some of the biggest names in the world, including Deepak Chopra, which I'm very impressed with. What an amazing, amazing person. Um, what has resonated with you about the way they live? What has resonated with me? Yes. Yeah, you know, Deepak is someone else that I've known for over a decade, and we created together. So interesting story about Deepak. Um, this is before Instagram. I followed him on Twitter, and I would retweet many of his quotes because I thought that some of my customers might not know who he is. And he was helping me so much that I thought <clears throat> he could also be helpful to some of my some of my fans and some of my customers. And so I reached out to him over Twitter 
And he responded, and I said, may I design for you? And just like that, yes, absolutely. And I've really come to realize that the people that are confident and happy, it's always yes. And the people that are less confident is, is where I've experienced no's throughout my professional career. So we designed together. And um, I What did you design? Sorry to so we designed Indian, Indian jewelry. We did um, hand chains, body chains, and I put some of his favorite quotes onto those. So one of his favorite quotes is, keep the stillness inside. And um, we put that very small. We etched that into a body chain. Uh, we did T-shirts. I kind of made them like vintage rock and roll style. But again, with his quotes. And so the idea was, if you're not familiar with Deepak and you might be having different hardships, this is how I get through it. And perhaps you can as well. So Deepak and I have been friends over the years. We've traveled to India together. We've traveled to Italy together, travel with his family, and we are now working on a project called Never Alone, and that is to raise awareness for people that are depressed, suicidal. It's a subject that just isn't talked about much. What did it mean to you to be able to purchase back your Rachel Roy clothing line and plan to relaunch it? with the complete control. So now yeah. no partner, which is amazing. It's yeah. great. So you can do free reign. And so what's your dream? Yeah. So, you know, first, first of all, it, it's steps for me anyway, it's, it's get to one step and then another step and then another step. And I think for other people, you know, the big picture, the big dream works for them. But for me, when there's so many moving parts, I could just make it one step at a time. I could do one thing really well, but one thing at a time. I'm not someone that's really good at multitasking. I just now know that about myself. So what I did, I bought the IP back. I own it 100%. I immediately then went and sold the secondary line, Rachel, Rachel Roy, um, which I had to do to kind of balance out what I purchased. Um, I still own part of it, but with Rachel Roy... That was the original thought behind even kind of creating um, clothing for my customers. It was always about what I needed, and I knew other women would need that too. And I'm going back to that original thought. What I need is what other women need, but this time I'm going to really take great care that the product is made safely and it also doesn't harm the environment. Great. So sustainability... Absolutely, it's key. Yes. Is it going to be difficult to do that today? Is there, there's no many line or brands to do that today. There's not many, but there are some great ones. So I love Rothy's. I think they're doing such a good job um, with shoes and um, Allbirds. And um, yeah, you know, it's it's not going to be easy. But I honestly, in my heart, feel that there's nothing else that is correct. At this moment in time, as I'm taking meetings and as I'm relaunching and figuring out even how to relaunch, I do find myself in a position where I'm teaching more than I'm meeting people with shared values. And it is a bit disappointing. You would think that more of the world, more of the fashion world would be caught up to this. And many people are, but the ones on the side of making the decisions um, for licensing, for example, or... Uh, manufacturing, they haven't caught up yet. 
So what I'm finding I have to do is figure it out one baby step at a time. And that's how I keep myself from getting overwhelmed. Great. You know, I agree. It's, it's difficult, but it's doable. I mean, I, I see it. Well, you've done it. Exactly. So we, with our new healthcare line, we, we were really adamant to really found the right uh, supplier that are, you know, uh, doing PCR, which is, you know, basically recycled plastic and to really build a packaging that is recyclable, 100% recyclable. And also to find formula, to create formula that are clean. You couldn't that, you couldn't do that a few years ago. So I think in fashion is the same thing. Everything is evolving. Everybody's talking about it. I was just reading an article just yesterday that actually customers are shying away mm. from non-sustainable brands. That's right. so, so it's perfect timing. That's right. And I'm so happy you're doing this. And I can see with my children as they make decisions on what to purchase, they just expect it. They don't, they don't expect that um, children could possibly be making this product or child slaves could be forced to do nothing other than sleep in little rooms and, and make all of this, you know, crap really that, that we don't need that ends up um, on the sales floor. So really wanting to focus with purpose and with intention on what do women really need and how can we make it in a safe way. And yes, it's figuring it out on your own. And you're talking about apparel, but also accessories? <clears throat> everything. Footwear, everything. 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 So the gentleman that I work with, the Nobel laureate Kailash Satyarthi, a documentary was made about his life and his life work by Lorraine Powell. And she uh, executive produced it. So when I saw that documentary, it really just opened my eyes to, I mean, it's beauty. So in the documentary, they show the specific brands where these children are making the product. Um, it's called The Price of Free. So, you know, you're welcome to see it. And it's not, you know, I don't want to call out the brands and, and it's not about shaming. It's about perhaps I'd like to really think that they didn't even know. And once they know... Well, then they make the changes that they need to make, and, and I'd like to think that they will. Um, but once I started working with him, <clears throat> it was it opened my eyes to everything: jewelry boxes. I mean, just anything you could think of. Great. So, so much of your activism focuses on children and the next generation. So, how do you think your own children understand the work you're doing? That's such a good question, and I, I probably... And they are 19 and 11. Uh, 20, yep, 20, 20 and 11. And I probably cannot answer it accurately. I can answer what I'd like to think that they think of me and as their mother and, and the work that I do. But Ava, uh, my 20-year-old, her and I, last year, we published a book, a young adult's book, that we co-authored together. And it was her idea to give... The proceeds to... What's the name of the book? 96 Words for Love. Okay, great. Yeah, it, it was a, a beautiful experience working with her um, to create it. But the profits go to um, girls her age that have been rescued from sex trafficking in India that she has met. So I've taken her with me a few times. And it's the best teacher that I could possibly think of is travel to third world countries 
you don't even have to open your mouth. You don't have to lecture. You don't have to say a word. They're seeing everything. They're seeing how people live. They're seeing how little people um, are given in terms of rights of women, in terms of opportunities to make a living. And so if that doesn't empower them to want to help, I don't know what will. Yeah. So, so uh, of course, I'm, I'm guessing they are also inspired by you, but I'm sure they're inspiring you. I'm their mom, so yeah. I don't know that I'm not inspiring to them. Are they going to be involved? I mean, at yes. Least yeah. yes, yes, absolutely. So the 11-year-old has the gene. She has the creative fashion, um, beauty, wellness, you name it. She wants to create it, and she is in there on the floor with me picking fabrics and colors and, and telling me what she thinks. And my 20-year-old still lets me dress her. So they're quite different in personalities. But what they both are attracted to is like my two mini focus groups. So I have, you know, the young people in college, and then I have the tweens, not, not even tweens yet. And then you have myself, 46 years old, so makes the complete circle of what females are wanting in society today. Right. Well, that leads me to the next question is, how has your perspective on life and career success changed over the course of your journey? You know, I, I truly think that if you're not learning, you're not evolving. And I'm just not interested in people, whether they're men or women, that aren't curious, that don't want to continue to push themselves to their highest self. And some of the things that you can learn along the way are shocking and scary and can leave you feeling very vulnerable. But once you make it through that, you really do get to the other side and you do get to this peace. So I call it a peace that passes understanding, which is a quote from the Bible and it's hard to really know what that means until you've been through a really low valley and you come to this understanding that the only way to get out of it is by being your true self. Um, so with that said, yeah, it's a constant process. <laughs> good. So what's the ultimate goal for Rachel Roy, the brand? And how will you know when you achieve it? Oh, God. I think I need a glass of wine before I can answer that question. It's so good. Um, you know, for me, I, I was never one that made a business plan and said, this is what I want to achieve and, and then followed it. For me, I am one of those people that when I close my eyes and feel, so stop thinking, but start feeling, that's what I follow. And um, it doesn't work in all areas of my life, but it really does work with fashion and design and creating. And what I'd like to do today and moving forward, I'd like to be a voice for people that are just starting to learn about sustainability, that are just starting to learn about not eating as much meat and the impact that killing animals has on the environment. As I'm learning, I'd love for the information to come in and to go out and to really be a voice for that. And, but in a way that makes people feel included and not um, excluded. So not, again, I'm, I'm really not big on shaming. I'm, I'm more interested in education and learning. Great. Are you vegetarian? I am. 
Good. Yeah. 2017, Ava, my older daughter, had been asking me to watch this documentary on Netflix. I wasn't really... Which one? <laughs> it's called What the Health. Oh. With an H, What the Health. I hadn't really been taking it seriously. She saw it in high school. She had even asked to be vegan. I wasn't taking that seriously. I was not supporting her at all with it. And finally, she said, Mom, please, will you sit down and watch this with me? And so the three of us sat down. And from that day forward, we never had meat. And it was a choice of compassion. So yes, there are so many health benefits. And there are so many benefits to the environment. But really seeing how the food industry um, is created and then distributed, it was enough for me to say, okay, that's it. And then, of course, health benefits come along with that. But it was through the eyes of right. Ava, right. my child, that got me there. Great. So I, I became, and I don't want to use the word vegan or vegetarian, but plant-based. Yes. And, you know, once in a while I'll try to maybe get a, you know, a steak, a very healthy steak. Mm. From, and it actually, I just did that not long ago and actually couldn't digest it. So I well, felt like, okay, yeah. I need to get back to my plant-based. And, you know, I saw also a documentary that was very interesting on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen it, Game Changer. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's also, and yeah, that, that actually encouraged me to say, wow, actually, you know, I can find protein elsewhere and I can be satisfying my, uh, my digestive uh, health issues. It's so a it's fantastic perfect. film. And it's, it's really good for, um, for men also and, and people that are athletic because it just disproves so many dysnomers. So, Rachel, now that you are embarking in this journey, how can anyone follow what you do and really start to, to, to understand and maybe buy your product? <laughs> well, thanks to social media, people can follow me on Rachel underscore Roy. Um, that's my social media name. And my website, same thing, Rachel underscore Roy is being redesigned and redeveloped to be an organic and sustainable resource for my customers. Rachel, have you seen or read or, or any company out there in fashion, uh, mostly, that are your benchmark or, or, or done something like you plan to? You know, there are so many new companies starting with this same um, emphasis on sustainability and um, an organic way of approaching their com company philosophy. But a favorite of mine is actually called Blue Land, and they are a cleaning supply company that they mail to your home in these beautiful bottles, so you don't mind having them out on your counter, um, window cleaner hand soap. And instead of having to purchase new bottles over and over, you put in, you drop in these tablets and you just keep reordering tablets as you need them. And I'm, I'm fascinated with the company. So my older daughter, Ava, saw them on Shark Tank and said, mom, you have to get this. And she was absolutely right because we did a little test. We did our former product as compared with the um, organic product, and it worked just as well, if not better. 
Um, it's more beautiful to have out. It's created by a, a wonderful designer. So it's products like this that you start to learn about slowly, and it doesn't happen in one day. It doesn't even happen in one week. Mm-hmm. I think just last week, Tallulah and I um, got replacements for Ziploc bags. I mean, this is a process that happens over months and sometimes years to get your house uh, where it needs to be. But uh, clothing line-wise, I think Reformation is doing a really good job of being um, transparent and using fabrics that are recycled and softer on the environment. Great. Uh, by the way, I met Sarah, the founder of Oh, Blue did Lounge. you? She's, uh, she's terrific. Yeah, she's great. Oh, yeah, we're great. so impressed in I my think, house. I, I think it's a great, great idea. Do you use uh, the product uh, as well? I do, and I hope, you know, I, I hope she just succeeds with that. I it's think great. she will. Yeah. I, I have a good feeling about it. You can find Frederick Fakai and more thoughts on living cleanly and sustainably on social media at Frederick Fakai. Learn more about the Fakai brand and discover more episodes of the Fakai Live podcast at Fakai.com. And of course, enjoy every episode wherever the best podcasts are found. So I, since I have this opportunity to be sitting in front of you, I would really love to know how you made the transition and switched um, to the organic hair care line. Thank you. Well, first of all, you know, when I bought my company back about a year and and four months ago, the first mission was to me, let's not repeat the same chapter. You know, it's the world has evolved and the world is uh, alarming today. You know, we know that there is so much waste, so much, so much uh, uh, damage to the planet. And I'm not, I don't want to call myself an activist because that's a strong world and uh, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm up to the task, but I do know that one thing had to be done is to to develop products that are eco-friendly, sustainable, and also healthy, clean. So to me, the message was, let's do products that we can be proud of, the products that are going to be, you know, recycled, so never be any waste, and also products that care for the our, our health, our beauty, making sure they're beautiful, that they're great, they're performant, but they do not have any toxic ingredients. And also by doing so, making sure that we pamper our, our beautiful planet. So the message was that in a, <coughs> shut, in a nutshell. And, you know, it was not an easy journey like, like mm, you, and I'm yeah. glad to, to share that with you, is I'm lucky that I had a great team that was very good at finding mm. the right manufacturer. It's a great story. I, I, I drove all the way up to uh, Plattsburgh, New York, next to Canada. And uh, by meeting to meet uh, Mr. Weber, Mr. Weber is a, a, a supplier of the mm. plastic, which are completely recyclable. So he basically find this PCR, post-consumer recycle plastic, and then shred it in little pellet, and and then we uh, uh, mold it to a new packaging, you know, a new bottle. It's fantastic. So, so it's 100% recyclable. It's in a, in a factory 
And it's not a trendy guy. This guy is a, mm. he's an older man. He's been doing this since World War II. So really? it's not it's not like it's not like oh it's a it's did a he new... have a lot of customers over uh, the he, years? You know what? He's, he's German, so he mm-hmm. started in Germany and then Canada, and then then New York. Mm. So he, he, he does have a lot of customer, but you know it's not huge. But he right. has a customer. Right. And the good news with him is that he he he. He walked the talk, you know. Yeah. He is, uh, you know, he built this uh, factory that is powered by the Niagara Fold. So it's it's all about, you know, uh, sustainable energy as well. Uh, it's really cool. It's very cool. That's wonderful. It, it's as I'm learning and discovering, um, kind of following a few years behind in your footsteps. You know, you you realize that people, no, 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 it's too expensive. You can't do it, and and so. It is very frustrating, right? To 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 know that the right thing to do is more expensive, and then how do you create a product that is still accessible and affordable to the people that really need it? That's right. That the key to the success is to figure out how to make it accessible for everybody, affordable, right? And and to basically. Uh, check all the boxes on, yeah. on finding the right partner. Well, that's my goal. So congratulations. Thank you. Very inspirational. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I think you're on the right path and uh, you know, we're going to see your success very quickly. Thank you. So we'll see you. We'll follow you. As always, I will continue to follow in your footsteps. Well, for everyone, you know, Rachel Roy, Rachel Roy, Rachel Roy, Rachel I'm so inspired by Rachel's commitment to ethical fashion, to pulling back the curtain on how we produce things in our life, and to being bold enough to rethink the direction of her career. I can't wait to see what she does next. I'm Frederick Fekai, and this is The Fekai Life. Thank you for listening. The Fakai Life is produced by Mouth Media Network. No portion of the show may be published or reproduced without express written permission of the Fakai brand. Copyright 2020, Fakai. This is Mouth Media Network. Amplify and connect.